What's good, YouTube and Happy Tuesday to you. You know what that means. It's the weekly countdown of how many lords does it take to count to 10 today? That number is four. So before we get into it, let's do a little DJ Curse and DJ TiVo remix. was so dope it kicked so dope. off the internet knock them out, knock them out. <laughs> so, well as soon as i said remix we just lost justin <laughs> so uh hopefully he can join back in but uh hey welcome to the weekly cover hey, price hey, top hey. 10 guys where we cover the top 10 hottest selling books of the week up to this sunday so this is based on actual sales data gathered by our friends at coverprice.com go over to coverprice.com check out our friends for some great information stay toward the end of the show guys we've been promising a giveaway we finally hit four thousand subs i think it was today we're at like four thousand thirty subs so thank you all for supporting the lords we are going to do a giveaway multiple times this week so this mm -hmm. specific giveaway is just for cover price and then uh, probably tomorrow i'm gonna announce another giveaway where just give away a bunch of comics and how you enter for that one but for to enter for this one stay toward the end of the show and i'll tell you how to enter and we're going to give away four six month full-on subscriptions meaning no uh limitations meaning you can take all the bells and whistles for a good six months you'll see how great it is yeah. speaking of how great it is what's up manimal welcome back what what up? I mean, I've been gone for about a week, took myself a little vacation, got out of town, went down to the Ozarks, and I'm back ready to talk some comics. You and really and just so everyone knows, new comics tomorrow, in case oh, you weren't aware. That's right. Well, wandering some light down there? But just DC. DC. Yeah. And then uh, next to 27th is going to be literally the floodgates will open back up. But once again, 
check your local comic book stop shops to see how you can uh, pick up these their books and speaking of picking up books my man dark side jedi say what's up yo what's up everybody glad to be here tuesday night it's a little bit is of youtube tuesday? craziness going on it is i have no idea what time it is i have no idea what yeah week it is. i was looking at my um time and date on my computer right here does is it tuesday all right yeah so it's it's <laughs> all right uh, sp- uh speaking of which let me do some spring cleaning right quick uh saturday will not be the comic tunes and toys claim sale uh, we're moving that up to Thursday, guys. So Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific, tune in right here. We're going to do another live claim sale. They've been very, very successful. So I'll be glad to help out uh, the big to-do. They still haven't fully opened yet. So we're going to help them. Uh, and you, people are getting great deals on these uh, claim sales, man. So make sure you tune in Thursday at 6 p.m. Uh, for the next Comic Tunes and Toys live sale. But it doesn't mean we're not going to have content on Saturday. Saturday, we have a huge uh, live scoop. We're talking five is phase five, phase six of MCU, maybe even phase seven. We're going to drop that at 5 p.m. live on Saturday, May 23rd. Tomorrow, I'm going to have a pre recorded scoop. And then, with the announcement of what you need to do to enter our 4,000 subs contest, we hit 4,000 subs over the week. Uh, we get that all out of the way. Want to thank you guys for joining us and supporting the channel throughout the years. Uh, it's literally been five years. Uh, for those with a new channel, 4K thanks. twice. 4K twice is what I want to <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah, so really, really we, we should be at like 8,000 subs <laughs> yeah. if you want to do bad arithmetic. I mean, like, yeah, but thank you. I mean, oh, feels good to be back into the range where we were once, once, yeah, one time again. Picks up, man. Yeah. Uh, shout out to everybody in the live chat. Sith Lordly, Red Matos, Killer Clement, uh, Melendez, Chad Crow, Johnny Dakota, Lana Spinoza, Johnny Boy, Dave in the Cave, Man Cave Comics. Man, that's kind of caves right back and forth, right back, uh, back to back to each other. Nick Arcia, Comic Man Andy, Jeff Fernandez, Joe Schmitzu, Anthony Debo. I always think of Friday one here. Debo, Chris uh-huh. Wynn, Sox Bulletins, Lenny Cerna, Gabe Fonseca, cool comic guy. Michael, I can't even, that, it just goes on and on. There's 81 of you watching right now. Shout um, out to you. If you're in there, you know who you are. And that's speaking cover, of which, that's how you cover them all. Nemesis Prime back Made in the it. mix. Wow. <laughs> was the remix that. too funky for you? Your bandwidth <laughs> yeah. can't handle the bass. Hell man? no, man. Just trip me out of this place. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> so Sorry like a remix. That. I go, Justin <laughs> disappeared. What the fuck happened? He got Thank the blue God, screen. I was sitting here looking over the evens numbers and I was like, shit, I need to get familiarized myself with these because he uh, may not be back. I was like, <laughs> damn, it was like straight up just booted him, man. But, uh, uh, yeah. but you know what? I just got a message. And this is not pre-recorded, at, and this wasn't pre-meant to be any or anything of that nature. But I got a scoop, boom! Ladies and gentlemen, could I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Cannonball! That's right, boys and girls. I was don't normally mix things, scoops, in our cover price top 10, but there's so much news dropping that I was doing my friend Mikey Sutton a favor here. So before we get to the cover price top 10, guys, I got a scoop that Mikey Sutton wanted me to pass on to you guys. So uh, there you go. You guys got the cannonball. This is the Mikey Sutton scoop. Uh, it's fan, I'll just read it verbatim in the email I just got from him, and I'll just throw that up there because it may or may not be related to Spider-Man. You don't know. I mean, I'm just reading it as I go. I didn't make any of this up. I just went with it. As fans look forward to a live-action Spider-Verse, it is being it is contemplating taking a look back. The first two entries in Sony Spider-Man movies are finally recalled by millions of fans, and as the years pass, so does the nostalgia for them. We're talking about Sam Raimi's uh, first two Spider-Man movies. 
uh, Mikey reported in the past about talk concerning a live action Spider-Verse movie. No, not necessarily an adaptation of the highly successful animated film, but its central premise. It's all been in discussions at this point, but what I've been told is no negotiation, no script, no outright planning, but the brainstorming continues. Well, one tentative goal has been brought up, having Kirsten Dunst reprise her role as Mary Jane Watson in the original Spider-Man universe, picking up where it left off, giving it a proper farewell. It seems like closure, saying goodbye to the past with a warm hub, passing the torch to Tom Holland and the MCU. So if you've been paying attention, we've been talking about how there's been multi different multiverses and how they want to bring closure to the Sam Raimi films, which I think we all can agree are really, uh, we really dig them. Not so much the amazing Spider-Man with all the weirdness going on with his parents and everything, but this is a way of bringing in Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst just to say, farewell to them kind of a, a closure to sam because sam raimi of course has been brought on to the mcu now it'd be a perfect kind of segue so there you go they're talking about bringing kirsten dunce and i'm going to have the second part of this for you as i talked about on may 23rd on the mikey sutton birthday scoop jam it's going to be huge on saturday so it's going to cover jam. a lot of mcu stuff some sony spider-man stuff a little bit of everything so there you go boys and girls that is your your scoop of the day nice. and i'm telling you they're coming out like daily now the floodgates have opened but we have a cover price top 10 to talk about boys and girls uh -oh. So let's get right into it. So I'm going to do the runner-ups for you, boys and girls, before we get to the odds and evens. But number 12 on the list is, that's right, boys and girls, the long-developed Witches, number one, by Scott Snyder. Uh, recently, he did, he gave an update, I think, on CBR, comicbookresources.com, where he said that Undiscovered Country and Witches are both currently in development right now with screenplays for New Republic. So basically, you know, anytime, any, and right now, man, we are at a hyper time for news dropping. Any little article, any little mention will immediately cause something to jump. So this didn't quite make the top 10, but is honor, it's worthy of an honorable mention. It sold 17 copies. It had a seven day trend of 110% and a high sale of 69.99 for a Diana, Will it get to the top 10? Let's find there out. There is, I actually, there is a variant for this too. I, uh, maybe Justin, I think it's a New York City Comic Con. Uh, variant. Uh, yeah. There's multiple, and mm -hmm. there's multiple printing suits. It's like an all white cover. So there's some. I got this three or four years ago when I first heard, and it's one of those things like Descender where it first got option, and then it's been sitting around. And we've kind of talked about it. The cover price of guys have talked about it. There are dozens and dozens of things that Hollywood just buys the rights to, so nobody else will. Basically, I mean, until they find the right combination of screenplay and director to pitch it to the studio, they can hold on to it. So number twelve on the list is which is number one. And number 11 on the list, right outside the top 10, is you should have guessed it. I I actually thought this would break the top 10, but it didn't. So we, it makes you wonder what the hell is on the top 10. But runner up, number 11 is Ball and Chain, number one. And if you didn't know, it looks like it's being turned into a film with The Rock and Emily Blunt attached to a star with uh, oh. attached to star in it. While the stock is low, it spiked but didn't sell enough copies to make the top 10, but it almost made it. It sold 11 It sold eleven copies at a 70 trend of 183% and a high sale of 56 copies for uh, $56 for a raw copy. I have never seen this in my life. No. I've never yeah. heard of it. What is it, like, uh, like a married couple superhero or something? Yeah, I would <laughs> imagine so. I, I know. I don't know. I have never even seen this in my life. Ball and chain. But it just goes to show you, if you attach some powerful Hollywood people like Emily Bunt and The Rock to it, it's probably going to happen. 
Um, I wish I wouldn't have given away my box of kitchen sink comics. This (laughs) isn't even the homage comics that used to be part of image, right? Remember how image had like wild storm and top cow. This is Mm -hmm. a totally different. There used to be an homage comics too, but this logo looks different. So I, you know, anybody in the live chat know what the hell it's about and holler. (laughs) I mean, if you see it somewhere, pick it up because it's cheap and you know, the rock and Emily Blunt's going to be in it. So pretty good chance. looks like it's, it was done by Scott Lobdell. Ah, interesting. He used to obviously very popular for doing X-Men. So, all right. So there you go, boys and girls. Number 11 and 12. Number 12 is Witches. Number one. Number 11 is Ball and Chain. Number one. Let's go and to the top 10, boys and girls. Who's got number 10? I got that book. Number 10 book, is a book that still won't leave our top wow. 10. Wow. wow. How many weeks has this been three. on? Uh, I think we're, I think we're getting, third we're week? actually going to start. Yeah. yeah. Third week, but I think we're going to wow. start matching between what's going to stay on the, the top 10 list more this book or uh, first punchline. But mm-hmm. of course, null is basically the hottest thing going right now in comics. Any of these different uh, second prints, third prints of any of the books is just heating up. And this specific cover is one of the hottest co- comics out there right now. Still did sell a bunch of last week, 18 copies, seven day uptrend of 116% and at a high sale of 325 for a 9.8. Damn for a third um, printing yeah i actually had i am actually one at cgc right now hopefully uh, get, coming back a 9.8 and i could see 300 dollars on that book because the second print was on the list first right i'm trying to remember no we had the first print uh and then it skipped right over to the third print because he's on the cover and the second print it was uh it's another art piece inside i'm telling you donny cates is a marketing genius man he knows how to sprinkle those little nuggets of hope out there to get people speculating mm-hmm. and buying stuff so shout out to donny cates uh he'll be on our show next week hopefully all right number <laughs> nine on the list is so i'm sorry number 10 on the list was venom number three the third print okay third print all right so just in case i ever put this on podcast you guys can't visualize it inside your, your visualize. yeah <laughs> number nine on the list is another returning customer Yep. So number nine, we're still on that null train. We got Annihilation Conquest Wraith number one. So recently, Donny Cates has been tweeting a lot about the Venom stuff, the null stuff, and implying that there is a connection between the appearance of both or why Wraith looks like the way he does and why null looks like the way he does, implying that there might be some kind of a connection there. So Mm -hmm. um, he has plans for Wraith and hinted at the direct connection between him and null. And people are loving them, that stuff right now. So his first full appearance is Annihilation Conquest Wraith number one, which is a little four-part miniseries in the follow-up to the Annihilation storyline. It sold 20 copies, have a seven-day trend of 108%, and had a high raw sale of $99, which is crazy. $99 for that book is wild. Donnie Rukage is well, people even remember when he's just teasing them with this and it doesn't come to fruition. You know what I mean? I mean, it's it's one thing to tease it and that you know and not deliver, but when you got raw copy selling for $99 and it doesn't Mm -hmm. come to fruition, I'm just saying, man. Uh By the way, the annihilation run is excellent. Uh, Somewhere there was a video where where the manimal and I were talking about it, but I can't (laughs) find it anywhere. Yeah, (laughs) they um, and so and you know, a lot of people, Annihilation Conquest wasn't as well received as the Annihilation storyline, but Wraith was definitely a stand out character in that run it was cool he was a new character he had some wacky abilities and we haven't seen anything from him except surprise surprise until donny cates's run on guardians of the galaxy he made another appearance there so drink if you're playing the drinking game of you're hearing the word wacky abilities so there you go that is the first <laughs> time you've heard wacky abilities tonight there may be multiple times number nine on this is annihilation conquest wraith number one from 2007 number eight on the list is a classic. here's a really great cover man incredible hulk wow. number 340 so let's do a little bit of a checklist has wolverine on the cover check that Check. right off right. 
The Hulk. Check. Check that off. And who did it? Drawn by Todd McFarlane. The Damn straight, man. Unfortunately, you know, with the COVID comics break is bringing collectors back to those key covers. And this is a key classic cover. It's fantastic. What else? But, you know, many of us thought so well that it helped sell so many copies this week. 11 copies in the past week had a seven day uptrend of 199%. And of course, a wonderful high sale in a CGC 9.8, $436, guys. Oddly this enough, a classic book. This book is not that easy to find in a 9.8. I have never come across one in my life. I've never sent a raw copy that I would just say this will get a 9.8. It's always been like, uh, 9.6, 9.4. For some reason, a 9.8 just escapes me, man. But this is also one of those books that is very that has been uh swiped or not swiped. I want to say homage. Uh, I remember a long time ago on YouTube, like four years ago, some dude wrote a dissertation to me when I said swipe instead of homage. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell, man? Uh, but if you want to know the difference between a swipe and an homage, uh, an homage will say uh, they'll write their name and they'll say after somebody. That's an homage. A swipe is when they just copy the cover and they don't give any credit to the previous artist. So if you want to know the difference between a swipe and homages, I was, uh, you know, it's really, I don't know, it's semantics. But either way, it's a it's one's a, stealing, a, one's not. Hmm. Well, one is crediting the previous artist and one is not. That's basically the difference in an homage cover and a swipe cover. So uh, now, Todd, uh, there was a book that somebody did at, on the comic uh, Toons and Toys live sale. Well, I'd never seen before that they had done that. And this is before Todd McFarlane, where they said it was like somebody, somebody after John Byrne. It was pretty cool, though. All right. So number eight on the list is Incredible Hulk 340 from 1988. All right. Number seven on the list is... Number seven is X-Men Annual number 14. Yes. So this is a book we've seen pop in and out of the top 10 list here. This is one that also reignites that uh, consistent uh, argument on cameo versus first full appearance and timeline whatnot. This is the cameo appearance of Gambit. His, uh, a lot of people think it's pretty substantial because you actually see his full body, but we don't see any kind of word bubbles or anything like that. And there is a timeline dispute with this where it actually came out prior to Uncanny X-Men 266. So this sold 21 copies. The seven-day trend of 107% and had a high sale of $256 for a CGC 9.8. This is a tough book to find in a 9.8. I mean, it's yeah. that square-bound old book. I mean, dark cover too. I've that's seen a couple copies of this and they're always dinged to shit. So that's that's pretty awesome to have a 9.8. I think people are just buying this up because they already have X-Men 266. And of course, right. we we had a Gambit spec uh, a few months ago. So I think it's really starting to pick up some traction. I think there's some other people who are reading it or maybe they're got in some insider info. But we, if you want to look at the Lord's video from, I don't know, a couple of months ago, we did a Gambit long-term spec list with some very interesting Cajun names. I remember that episode fondly because we were all guessing to see if uh, Otto was going to be able to pronounce these Cajun names. <laughs> right. <laughs> so number seven on the list is X-Men Annual number 14 from 1990. Number six on the list. Ooh, this is a big book from last week, guys. Oh, Ultimate damn. Fallout number four. Okay. You guys have heard the news. There's uh, something brewing, but we'll get over this book. So Ultimate Fallout 4 is hitting $150 to $200, of course. First appearance of Miles Morales is moving fast. It sold 25 copies last week with a seven-day uptrend of 98% and a high sale of $550 and a 9.8. But with that said, new contender enters the ring. And if you guys have seen this for Miles True first, Marvel's previews number 95. This has caused some heat debates with two cams. One, he's in the costume. He's on the front cover. And inside the issue, uh, 
as well. Number two, this is an advertisement of Marvel previews number 95, and it doesn't count as a first appearance, whatever camp you're in. This book is quickly getting an ex as expensive as the first print of Miles and had multiple sales at 120. So now, guys, are we going to have to go out and save these Marvel previews? Come on, no, as a first it. appearance? I mean, there's Stop tons it. of first appearance in every Marvel preview. Every... Stop it with that. DC Comics, yeah, Image, yeah. you name it. Come on. Yeah, I don't even, I, I'm not a big believer in the, um, like, even what would the shit, man, the like Spider Man 2099, stuff like that, or the Wolverine first appearance where he shows up in like a, an advert, you know, like that's, that's stupid, mm -hmm. man. Like coming next yeah. month, Brave in the Bowl yeah, 28. If somebody or... in the live chat brings up Kingpin's daughter, I will fucking remove you from the. <laughs> I swear to God, don't even ask me about that. But then what's interesting about this book. This is the regular cover hitting 550 now in a 98. Remember, it used to be that Marco, De, I can't even say his name. Uh, Dejervic. That variant, that is the super, uper rare one. It's like what, a one in 20, one in 25? I think it's a Yeah, one. man, that one gets big bucks. That thing is hard as hell to find, but it looks. <sighs> I have at least four copies of this, so I'm surprised. I might as well start grading them. I didn't know there were, I meant. Uh, yeah, I got a great mine too. I actually have the entire I, I went through looking for that ultimatum book just so I could sell it because of the bad spec on it. And I realized I have a shit ton of ultimate comics. This is when I was uh, collecting. I was collecting the entire ultimate run. So I have like mostly all the ultimate like ultimate Spider-Man when it came out. And you know what? Ultimate Spider-Man was a great read. I thought I really enjoyed ultimate Spider-Man. So. Yeah, it was really good, especially uh -huh. the first uh, beginnings. You know, it was awesome. Yeah. Well, until Ultimatum came and killed everybody. But anyway, I'm so glad Ultimatum's off the list. Kudos to you, collectors, that not falling for the bullshit of uh, an acronym <laughs> and uh, and a word. So, all right. So number six on the list, Ultimate Fallout. Number four, the first appearance of Miles Morales. We're halfway through, boys and girls. Number five on the list is... Number five, we have Sweet Tooth number one. So this has been catching a lot of interest lately. We had our boy, uh, Robert Downey Jr., is helping, what, direct, I believe, the um, Sweet Tooth from Jeff Lemire. Uh, Avengers connection with Robert Downey producing and James Brolin acting has given this wow. a dollar cover price comic a massive boost with a raw copy hitting $135 and most averaging around $100. If you can recall, Downey had this at Hulu back in 2018, taking this $10 book to $40, which it remained at until this week, sold 12 copies, had a seven-day trend of 217%, and had a high raw sale of $135. So, That's interesting. So I... I Last week when we it was on the top 10 list, it was Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, production company picking up, but I did not hear about Brolin was attached to it already. Yeah, I, I actually read a couple um, articles that had a couple different names. His was one. Um, there was another big name, and it's not the one we got listed here in the notes, but um, damn. damn, I can't remember who it was. I've actually damn. never read this. I do like Jeff Lemire. Some of his stuff's a little wacky, if you will, but um, I yeah. do like him, and he's good overall. Shout hey, out yo, Zach, does this guy have uh, wacky abilities, do you think? He probably does, <laughs> man. Look He's looking at wacky <laughs> abilities right there. King Drink. of Golden State said he found a sweet tooth in a dollar bin. There you go. King of Golden State always, doing, always digging in them long boxes. Uh, so, yeah, number five on the list is Sweet Tooth number one from 2009. It is a vertical title, so a very low print run, I would imagine. Uh -huh. So we are halfway through the list, boys and girls. Thanks for hanging in there. We will get to our cover price giveaway at the end of this top ten. So stick around. So number four on the list is marvel point one the nick bradshaw variant i don't know if you guys had anything to do with this with the annihilation talk last week but there's news swirling around nova appearing in the mcu specifically in the annihilation storyline coming soon to play but what of course richard Ryder, you know first appearances in nova number one his appearances 
actually hit number 13 as the runner-up, so we didn't get to actually talk of that. A 9.8 sold for just around $1,000. But it was the first appearance of more recent Nova, Sam Alexander. And his first appearances in this issue helped relight the fire of this variant that has had its fair share of content rumors over the last few years. This time, last year before San Diego Comic-Con, Feige had, was on record expressing the interest of bringing Nova into the MCU, causing sales of this to hit highs of $315 and 9.8. But with no news, this book has come down, and but it is now moving back up. And I'm again, is this a Lord's thing? Sold 18 copies last week, 148% uptrend. And a high sale in a nine point eight for one hundred and twenty bucks. So I don't know, Zach, Zach and uh, Tim, is this your is this your doing? Hey <laughs> I mean, man, I think there's been a lot of everyone's been specking Nova for a minute, right? And then oh, no one knew who it was going to be, Ryder or the younger Sam Alexander. So we've I think always been riding dick. We've always been riding dick. I would just want to say, <laughs> hell yeah. yeah. But here's my thing, man. These point ones. All of them seem to have some type of first appearance, right? If you think about them, I mean, they've all every time they've come out, they've pretty much featured a new character that's coming. So I was just saying, if you see a Marvel Point One, yeah, pick it up. There's a good it's chance like it's part of that. The all new Marvel Point One, all that jazz. Yeah. It's like a new era when Marvel ever does that, and it's usually horrible. But also, yeah, hanging on drink. To. If you had all that jazz on your list of drinking games, because I don't think that's ever been said on the show either. <laughs> so all that jazz and wacky abilities, add those to your drinking game. And number four on the list is point Marvel point one. And this is specifically the Nick Bradshaw variant from 2011. So good luck with that one. All right. Number three on the list. It looks like another oldie, but goodie. Yeah. So this one, <laughs> this one's a little interesting because there's some drama involved with this book. So Captain America 307. Um, a rumor recently reported from the site, we got this covered, uh, oh says the inside source developing Deadpool 3 are going to include characters Typhoid Mary and Mad Cap. Mad Cap, whose first appearance is in this issue, look at that, is a wacky character. So <laughs> that is a wacky cover indeed. That is a wacky cover indeed. And if you've been following uh, Rob Liefeld's descent into madness and drugs oh during the quarantine, you'll see that he's ranting and raving about how not true Deadpool 3 is and how everyone's out to get him and blah, 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 blah. But anyway, enough collectors jumped on, bought 11 copies and gave it a seven-day trend of 348% increase with a high raw sale of $45. I gave this book away. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> That is yeah, crazy. why does someone ask why does he look like half like Dr. Fate? That does look like a ripoff of Dr. Fate right there. That is wacky. I wonder who did that cover. That is I've I've never seen his book. Even if I saw it, I wouldn't get oh it. Oh my god. I, I know I gave this book away. I had this in like the uh the late 80s. This is just I'm pretty terrible. sure it is somebody's mystery box by accident, by the way. Yeah. They're like, what a key? I can't get put that in a mystery box. Let me pull that shit back. <laughs> All right, number three on the list is Captain America number 307 from 1985. Look at that wacky cover. You can so probably number... find that thing, man. I'm gonna start looking at some. Oh, some this is definitely in, in dollar books. I'm going to Comic Tunes and Toys on Thursday, and I'm gonna go get a few. I'm, I'll probably have a few copies. Add that to my young blood. Looks like Speedball has been in the background of that too, with all those. <laughs> Gold ball, life yeah, yeah. field speedball. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah, exactly. uh, yeah, number so number three on the list, Captain America. Number two on the list, we're getting close to number one, boys and girls. This is a great book, guys. Man, I remember reading this in the 90s. Hulk 
Future Imperfect number one. It was announced late last week, the whole time and long time and fan favorite Hulk writer Peter David will be releasing a follow-up story to this coming in August to the much beloved Future Imperfect Hulk storyline and the long awaited or origin story of Maestro, the yeah. alternate ver future version of the Hulk. As, hu uh, as huge fans of this storyline, we can't wait to read this. This news also comes on the heels of rumors of World War Hulk, World War Hulk becoming a possible storyline in the MCU. Yes. But man, can you imagine Maestro as a villain? Regardless, this book is trending up and it landed at the number two spot. Maestro is a fantastic character. So this is one book that you should definitely hunt and hold on to. This book did sell 26 copies last week, seven day uptrend of 168% and a high sale of $95 in a CGC 9.8. And this is a two book series, guys. And this is probably one of the greatest things. I remember I read this as a kid and you open to one of the pages and Maestro has basically destroyed all the heroes and he has a whole museum all of all the different heroes and villains like their masks their armor uh you have wolverine all of him just in his animantium it's unbelievable storyline so get out go out and get these two issues and this is definitely good uh, a tough book to come in a 9.8 because it is a little bit of a thick book and it is a cardstock cover yeah i remember uh maestro was it i'm trying to think was a contest of the champions or something that came out like yep. uh yeah he was also he was an like old, old man logan or and uh old man wolverine stuff storylines yep. he's been around in for everything man he's a big character yeah because i remember i mean when i first read, I was like, who the fuck is this guy it's like it was like the hulk when male pattern baldness and he had like gray hair but he was pretty powerful and he was going up against like uh this was based off of the game, right? Because there was some weird little, uh, uh, what are those little chemicals that you had to get throughout the game? No, uh, he came, this is way before the game. This is 92. No, 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 I'm talking about the the run that was like from three or four years ago. The, uh, the contest of champions that was oh, based on, yeah. on they the had mobile yeah. game. And you had to, and they kept on saying these IO 10 or I forgot what the hell it was, man, but it was, it was, it was crazy. I was trying to remember that. But um, before we go to number one, man, uh, since uh, number two is Hulk. Future Imperfect number one from 1992. Um, since we like to talk about news, we, we I guess we have to talk about it. Um, Ruby Rose is stepping down from the CW Batwoman. Uh, they've already said they're going to recast her. So it looks like they still want to continue with it. So good or bad, Ruby, Ruby Rose would be gone. I don't know what the reason why. I'm assuming they should rather have a movie career because doing a show for that long, it kind of hampers your movie career. If you look at... Like guys like The Flash or Stephen Amell, they've been on these shows for a little so long, you rarely ever see them in another movie. Um, although she I just hurt saw herself really bad on that set too. I don't think that. From what I read, they said that didn't have anything to do with do with it, but who knows? Yeah, Stunts so, and shit. Very sad. Very sad. Yeah, I mean, you know, she she was all right. I mean, you know, I, to be honest with you, I stopped watching it after Crisis. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, it's picked back uh, up. It's really good now with uh, Batwoman Hush. is or yeah, Batwoman. Yeah, with Hush and. Uh, a different storyline now it's I, I like it a lot is it direct adaptation of hush from batman or is it yeah, tommy elliott no it's tommy elliott and they actually just cast i saw today they cast the who batman is going to be in the cw verse um i can't remember off the top of my head but so wait they're bringing batman it. into the bat well they're bringing yeah uh, they're bringing a bruce wayne into the uh, series so yeah i think, it's, the, I think oh, I read it's gonna be like right? titans where it's just bruce wayne but never like a batman appearance probably mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, Ruby Rose is gone, man. We shall see what happens to uh, Batwoman. So, uh, number one on the list. Drum roll, please. Or that could be a motorboating noise. I don't know. 
Boom, so, back again. Number one, we have a common theme also. So Liefeld might have lost his true baby in Deadpool, but he's got Youngblood making another appearance here at the number one spot. As you all know, uh, we have The Prophet is supposed to be coming sometime soon. And um, first appearance of Prophet is in Youngblood 2. This is specifically the pink logo variant here. Uh, half as many copies this week compared to last week with the 36 copies sold. It still has a seven-day trend of 134% and had a high sale of $166 for a CGC 9.8, passing last week's high of $130 for a 9.8. Wow. It's hard to say if this will stay on the list next week. So there's a lot of heat coming from these 90s um, Liefeld Good. stuff right now. Well, I'm just glad the 90s in general are doing uh, our boy uh, Gabe from Torpedo Comics. Oh, he loves he, it, man. He changed his name to Gabe's Loves 90 Comics. Yeah. And he's showing some great, great books, man. I'm I'm telling you, if you're a fan of art uh, as, you know, trumpeting uh, story, the 90s was for you because the art was fantastic. Forget Liefeld and, and Prophet. The Stephen Platt run on Prophet is fucking incredible. Right. Uh, huh. I mean, it is awesome. The detail in it, I mean, it's so cool uh, to see the, I don't even tell you what the hell the story is about because you just get lost in the goddamn art. It's so, it's that well done, man. But I'm surprised this book is still on there because there's an, I myself have eight copies and I got them for a dollar. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, there's tons of them out there, but the, apparently the pink logo is harder to find and, and it's not a second print. And remember last week I, I reached out to Comicron to ask them if they had the breakdown on uh, so basically there was never um, like a preview for it where you can order the pink logo variant so they don't know if it was ever in future orders where they said that, but at the time at the initial solicitation, there was no um, orderable pink variant. So maybe they just sprinkled it in or just threw it in afterward. But as this book goes on and Mark Guggenheim starts writing and it comes out, I mean, this would be the one to get unless there's some other variant that Rob Liefeld has been sitting on that we don't know about. But um, so number one on the list, Youngblood number two, the pink logo variant. I am shocked that it's uh, 9.8 sold for 166, but go for it, man. I'll tell you mm -hmm. what, Rob Liefeld right now, he's going to be like, remember how he used to sell? He used to charge you more for signing uh, New News yep. 98. Yep. Yeah. And then it would be like, 50 and then oh first cable that's 40 now it's going to be oh profit's going to be on that menu now too yep. so you know it's going to be like <laughs> i say stephen platt should be come make a comeback and start doing cons and and he does signs uh signing of them you know what i mean um yeah so thank you for joining us tomorrow i have a savage scoop i'll just leave it at that so you want to tune in i think the fans of the silver age Books that start with X will be very happy for this news. will be dropping tomorrow. So I'll be oh. right around 5, 6 o'clock. If you've been with the Lords for a long time now, you know we've talked about something savage before. I don't know how many ways I can hint at it for you to get it. <laughs> I mean, the Lords are pretty savage. Yeah, it is. We you. are pretty savage. But um, to thank you for hitting 4,000 subs, I've already yeah. reached out. We're going to, my man Rocky Comics is going to throw some books in. Uh, KRS Comics is going to throw in a 9.8 Hellions Mike Mayhew variant. That's sexy Ooh, Psylocke signed yeah. by Mike Mayhew and si a 9.8. Also, the Geeky Swag Shop is going to uh, allow the winner to pick any figure from the geekyswagshop.com if you win. So, but this uh, announcement is just for cover price. I wanted to segment it, give you different ways of winning. So, for this video, after it posts, do not leave a comment in the live video right now. <laughs> after the video posts, Leave a comment with the hashtag LOTLB4000, all one word, because when we use the comment picker, it looks for that exact uh, phrase. So just to make it easy, put in 
hashtag or a pound sign L-O-T-L-B and the number 4,000. And that will get you an entry and we will do the drawing a week from today on the next cover price top 10. So you have a week to remember, enter, but make sure, God damn it, Brian, why are you going to mess with people? You're going to think, all right, that's what Ryan is saying. You should type in after the video goes, <laughs> leave a comment. Also, you need Trying to help. What do you want from me? In order to win, some people can put commas, you know that. Yeah. <laughs> so in order to win, make sure you leave a comment like the video and you have to be subscribed. I will be making sure you are subscribed and we'll give you guys a week to enter next uh, Tuesday. And during the live show, we're going to use a comment picker and, uh, and we'll somehow we're going to pick four people and you guys get a full blown subscription to awesome. cover price. It's, awesome. it's a great months. site. I love it. You guys. Yeah. Yeah. You're really, I love the news articles. The weekly so many, so great. much information and the fact that it keeps, your books and it shows you the the price and the valuation. You really it's great. Should not be asking anybody anything. Mm -mm. You just go on cover price. And look it yeah. up yourself. I mean, it really. <laughs> I like to. I like to use it also when I'm trying to buy books too, because you can do the buy option and it gives you a bunch of different selling sellers out there as well. Links to comic shop, months, eBay. You'll want to subscribe to it and pay for the full blown version. It's definitely worth it, man. Uh -huh. If at, if any, you should just add your comics to it to see how much they're worth, right? That's nice to see that the, the value of your your books there. So, um, also they're still working on a way that you can import your CLZ collection if you're already invested in the CLZ and you have thousands and thousands of books. Don't want to manually put them into coverprice.com. There is a way to import them, and I am a test subject to say yes, it has worked. Uh, as I said, 96% of my collection from CLZ came over and the rest I could just manually put myself. You could tell if it's raw comic, you can actually tell what grade the raw comic's in. And you can tell, and you can tell when you add a book, it says either raw or graded and you can break it down between CGC and CBCS. They don't put PGX in there because they don't matter. Okay. No, <laughs> no, you don't use PGX around here. Okay. Stop it. Stop it. All right. So leave a comment, like the video and make sure you subscribe. The next Tuesday we'll do a drawing and four people will win a six month, a subscription to uh coverprice.com tomorrow. I'm going to be dropping a savage MCU scoop Thursday. I'll be at comic tunes and toys doing a live claim sale at 6 PM Pacific on Thursday, 6 PM Pacific. And then Saturday, 5 PM Pacific. We're going to have huge Mikey Sutton birthday scoop jam with multiple channels, multiple lords and it's huge there's about five six things on here all about what's coming up in the mcu phase five six and even with the newest thing i heard is sounds like uh something after the next end game level event that's starting to build for phase seven that is crazy that they're doing this and this is in a conference call that kevin feige had with his staff so this is very interesting so any last words nemesis prime uh yeah friday night three men in a basement live show and if you guys are actually already subscribed to cover price and you got their article this past week there was a couple books that's on their movers and shakers i will tell you that one of the shaker books i actually purchased and they talked about but i'm going to tease that for friday so come on by to another great that we don't even have time to cover but oh, that's on such a good yeah i i literally just got in the mail today man and uh it, it was a great book so uh uh, if you show up to the three men in a basement Friday night on our live show, I'll show it all for you guys. Hey, everybody, it's a slapstick number one. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm only last words. Now, great to be back. Um, looking forward to there finally being some new comics coming out weekly. Obviously, it's a oh, light guys. week this week, but next week we got a looks like we'll be back to normal next week. So yeah. tomorrow we're going to have some DC stuff and uh, Wednesday. 
where next Wednesday, it looks like both Marvel and DC. Actually, on the Lord's Facebook page, I posted um, a list of all the books that are coming out tomorrow from Comics, Tunes, and Toys. So if you want to see it's mostly DC titles, I think some Walmart stuff is coming out as well. So uh, it's good to see. Obviously, always check with your local comic book shops and see how are they distributing books to their customers. If it's curbside pickup, if you have to call ahead, but make sure you just don't show up in mass to your comic book shop. Make sure you follow your uh, local jurisdictions uh, guidelines on mm -hmm. physical social distancing, whatever the hell it's called. Now, all I know is I've been working on for three months and I was told to clean out my desk and it scared the shit out of me, but I saw that text that that lady really didn't have the, <clears throat> the right approach with yeah. that message. <laughs> I got a text from my office saying, Tim, we need you to come into your, the office and clean out your desk. I was like, what? No context. No, 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 no. We are, we're not, we're just working, all working from home for the foreseeable future. Good Lord, man. Stop saying it. Scaring the hell out of me. All right. Any last words, Dark Side Jedi? Yes. Thank you all so much for 4,000 again. Tim and I started this back and man, it's come a long way twice. It's been Let's see so if we long, can, Ryan no longer has facial hair. I know. It's come and go, gone. Um, I am going to put together a nice little giveaway box, a thank you for 4000 So um, pay attention to the next upcoming shows, and we'll show you how to Yeah, upon the tomorrow, uh, I will okay. announce uh, the contest as part of the pre-recorded scoop. Okay. And then we'll do the drawing for that. So this way, if you you could in actuality, theoretically, you could actually win a subscription and win something there because mm -hmm. it's two separate contests. So yeah. I just want to separate the comics from the subscription side. So make yeah. sure if you want a subscription to cover price, comment on this video after a post with the hashtag LOTLB4000, and we will do the drawing next Tuesday. Good luck to you all. Make sure you check out cover price. If you're still on the fence, you get a free two-week trial. But until then, boys and girls, what are we going to leave with? We're going to leave with a little funk, see if uh, Justin gets kicked out. <laughs> Peace out and keep digging in the long boxes, boys and girls.